It is 27 minutes after the hour here on the Draw Large Radio Show. <laughs> you guys are funny out there. Appreciate the feedback. So, <clears throat> yesterday I uh, got information from one of my large and loyal listening audience members saying that uh, Erica Connors, who has recently blocked me on Facebook so I can't see any of her posts, uh, school board member Ward 8, has claimed that she did not know about the Postcard to Voters initiative on her behalf until she saw it on Facebook. Well, that raised quite a howl because of the... Um, <laughs> Because of the criterion that uh, requires this organization to be asked to help a candidate. You follow me? So we put up all the links with our news story on this yesterday because people were saying, well, Erica's saying she didn't ask for it. Erica's saying this. Erica's saying that. Okay. So I went through and I read, and it seemed evident to me that um, candidates had to ask. I mean, the, the, on, the, on the request sheet, it says candidate's name. It, it specifies that there has to be a 30-minute interview with the candidate, quote-unquote, time allowing. So I guess we have to leave open the possibility that Erica Connors did not, in fact, ask this organization to work on her behalf. But if somebody posted in one of these threads, Jim in Manchester, well, how'd she get around the 30-minute interview? I don't know. There is a bit of an out in their statement about the 30-minute interview, and the 30-minute interview um, is one of those time-allowing kind of things. But here's the thing. If I'm Erica Connors and I really had nothing to do with this, I immediately issue a statement disavowing it and uh, publish the email or other communication I send to them asking them to cease and desist on her behalf because she does not need help from Democrats dedicated to opposing Donald Trump and his evil agenda from around the country, uh, sending postcards to people in Manchester Ward 8 to influence the outcome of an election. It really, folks, in my narrow little mind, is that simple. You know, Erica Connor said, well, you know, the MEA didn't call me in. They didn't, you know, they didn't ask me in because she was being critical of Jimmy LaHoo. Because Jimmy LaHoo, who's running against her, said, oh, well, I guess Erica maybe changed a few of her answers or something because two years ago they decided to stay out of it. Erica said, nope, they didn't call me in. They just endorsed me. Okay. Well, are you accepting the endorsement or not? I love these politicians who, oh, I had nothing to do with it. But, you know, they don't go out of their way to say, not only do I did I have nothing to do with it, I don't want it. So if Erica Connors really thinks that uh, this is, you know, really wants to make a point that this is not something she had anything to do with, then she should openly call on this organization not to participate in the parlor tricks that they are going to participate in to persuade people in Manchester Ward 8, or Hassan Essa in Ward 12, who's running for Alderman, same thing, to participate <clears throat> um, in trying to hoodwink Ward 8 residents into voting for her because they think one of their neighbors is sending them a handwritten postcard 
on her behalf because she's such a wonderful person and such a wonderful school board member. What in God's name does anybody from Kennesaw, Georgia, care about a school board race in Manchester, New Hampshire? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's not the only outside organization that's helping Connors or other people. Save the Children Action Network, in case you missed it, is at it again. They have failed to file reports with the city and are spending gobs of cash as they did two years ago, almost $100,000 in races for aldermen and school board. Is what they spent two years ago. Looks like they're going to do that again. Why? Mail. Lots of it. Hitting mailboxes. For who? Sarah Ambrosian Ward 1. Why? Well, she got their endorsement last time, and she led the charge to expand vital preschool services in the city of Manchester. Great. So what did she vote for? Using a portable classroom in the district's most crowded school, Northwest Elementary. How great was that for kids? Who else did they endorse? Oh, Leslie Want, Ward 4. The maven of redistricting in the city of Manchester who disregarded the superintendent's request to put this on the to put to, to put this preschool question on the back burner until we were done with our redistricting plan. Nope. They endorsed her and they've endorsed her again. Mail going out into Ward 4 for Leslie Want from Save the Children. Why? Because we used portable classrooms at the district's most crowded elementary school to fund an outside agency supported by funded by the group that spent almost a hundred thousand dollars in the 2015 election i will probably spend almost that much this time around dan bergeron in ward six man that's where i first started to hear about these save the children mailers they're everywhere down there dan he's a hero for our children in a portable classroom at the school district's most crowded school, Northwest Elementary. They're probably sending mail out for Ross Terrio in Ward 7, who did the same thing. Erica Connors, oh, they love Erica. The one who runs around and tells everybody about redistricting and how we need to change things up, voted. Because she was endorsed in 2015 and again in 2017 by the Save the Children Action Network. It was critical to pulling together the plans that led to what? Oh, yes. Opening preschool classes in portable and a portable classroom at the district's most crowded elementary school, Northwest. I'm sure they're sending mail out for Kate DeRozier, and I know they're sending mail out for Connie Van Houten. Connie Van Houten, who for how long now has been jumping up and down about the need, the critical need to address the problems at Northwest voted in line with her Washington, D.C.-based backers in the Save the Children Action Network pack to give, and she brags about it in her three-minute candidate speech. You know what? Do we have her speech? Uh, maybe I'll get to it in the top of the 8 o'clock hour. I wish I had thought about it. She brags about how they expanded preschool, how she fought to expand preschool. She doesn't tell the people in Ward 12 that her fight led to adding preschool classes in a portable building at the city's most crowded school, Northwest Elementary, which she has been swinging from rooftops, declaring must be relieved of its population pressures. 
I guess when someone spends almost $100,000 to you and your fellow ideological cronies who will stop at nothing, and I mean nothing, Wesley Want, chairman of the redistricting committee, told me early on in the process, she called me one day and she said, would the 2007 plan for West High School work on the east side of the river? Let me explain to you, the 2007 plan is a grade realignment that moved the 7th and 8th grades from Parkside into West, moved the 4th and 5th grades from Northwest, Parker Varney, and Gossler into Parkside to be with the 6th grade, and then relocated the pre-K classes from around the city to Northwest, Gossler, and Parker Varney, and uh, uh, in addition to K- grades K through 3. So it was a grade realignment, a grade reconfiguration, which, frankly, I really liked not only because it solved the number of space issues around the city, but because I like those groupings better than what we're doing now, which is K through 5, 6 through 8, and 9 through 12. And so I said it could be done because I had looked at the numbers, but Central and Memorial would both have around 2,400 kids because you'd have to split the populations of Hillside, McLaughlin, and Southside into those two schools, which both had around 1,600 kids at the time. And she said, oh, that would be too big. She said, if we could do that grade reconfiguration on the east side, I would do it because I'm trying to free up enough classrooms in the city, elementary schools, to do universal pre-K. It wasn't because it was a better grade configuration. It wasn't because it was a better educational outcome. It was because she was looking for a way to free up classrooms so she could snatch every three and four year old in the city through a universal pre-K program, which I'm sure would be voluntary, and put them into the elementary schools. That's why she backs crazy plans like putting the fifth grade into the middle schools because that would free up enough classrooms to do universal pre-K in the city to hell with what it would do to middle school education. So this is what's at play, folks. You got a Washington, D.C.-based pack now trying to tell you, in addition to postcards from Georgia and around the country, trying to influence the elections here in the Queen City. We have Eddie on the phone. He will says he'll be quick. Good morning, Eddie. Hey, Rich. Postcards from the edge, I guess. Yes. But, uh, hey, listen. On the subject of redistricting, okay, does it come down to one thing at this point for the sake of simplicity, Rich? Do you close Central High School, okay? Because it's not going to be West, apparently. They've moved the district offices to West. They've got these grants now for West High, integrated with CMC and all this other stuff, right? Do you close West uh, Central High School? They're pouring millions into Central still. It needs millions more worth of repairs. Do you close Central High School? That's the question. Am I right? Um, no, you're not right because closing central would, no, what would happen if you close central is you would sop up the excess capacity that you have at at Memorial and West. And if you're going to effectively redistrict in this city without building major additions or new schools, you have to realign the grade configuration so that you're taking, you're making a use of the available space at the middle and high schools. That's where the space is. It's in the middle schools and the high schools. And if you shut down a high school, you wipe out a big chunk of the space that's available to relocate grades and reconfigure the school's structure. So closing central, in my opinion, should not be part of a redistricting plan because it takes a lot of the available space to handle 
um, what needs to be handled through the reconfiguration of grades simply right off the plate. Oh, so you're not in favor of closing any high school, am I right, Rich? Uh, at this time, I think it would pre- be premature to, to, to say yes or no to that question. I want to see what the facilities audit is going to say. And I want to see I want to see what's going to happen with this effort to re-engineer high school at West because if that's successful, then we'll have the opportunity to do that at Memorial and Central. And if those are all successful, we'll have the ability to really attract kids who will pay tuition to our district um, and not just educate kids who live within the city limits. All right, Rich. Fair enough. Thank you. All right. That's Eddie in Manchester. Appreciate the call. We're going to take a quick break for traffic, weather, and sports. When we come back, Jimmy Lozon, coach of the Londonderry Lancers, will be in the house for sports in our own backyard. Stay with us.